Hello, and welcome to another episode of Full Circle, a healthcare podcast by Aventus Whole Health. In this week's episode, Dr. Will Sampson, Director of Training and Clinical Education, is talking about self-care, a recent buzzword of the last few years. But what does it mean in the context of clinicians? Dr. Sampson walks us through self-care and its impact and importance for those practicing in healthcare. Hello, this is Will Sampson, Director of Training and Clinical Education here at Aventus. This week's topic is self-care for clinicians. Can we, as clinicians, help others when we're struggling ourselves? You know, we're taught to be self-reliant and self-sufficient. We're taught to put our needs second and prioritize care for others. We may assume that we ought to be able to cope automatically because we know what we're up to. We may fail to accurately gauge whether our care for our patients is affected by our own well-being. Here we are promoting and delivering whole person care to vulnerable adults. Shouldn't we also consider whether those principles apply to ourselves as well? Some would suggest that taking care of ourselves as clinicians is not only something that won't happen by accident, but is in fact an ethical obligation that good self-care can prevent burnout and it can lead to better care for our patients. Self-care leads to better coping and ultimately is part of cultivating resilience. Burnout takes a terrible toll on clinicians. There are risks for suicide with an estimated three to 400 physicians committing suicide each year in the U.S., That rate's at least double that of the general population and higher than the rate for most other professions, such as teachers, lawyers, veterinarians. The rates of suicide in women physicians are four times higher than for the general female population. Substance misuse is also a risk for clinicians. It's difficult to find consistent data on substance misuse, but it's clear it also takes its toll. While general survey results assessing self-reported general health report physicians and advanced practice practitioners reporting in the majority as being in, quote, very good, unquote, health, it would appear that there is room for improvement. So let's consider what comprises burnout. Burnout includes three main elements, emotional exhaustion, a decreased sense of personal accomplishment, as in work not being fulfilling, and depersonalization. If you ever need to do a quick check-in on your level of burnout, and it's highly recommended that you do, there are two questions from a longer burnout inventory that are as sensitive as the full 22-item test. I'm referring here to the Maslach burnout inventory. The items are, I feel emotionally burned out or emotionally depleted from my work, and I have become more callous toward people since I took this job, treating patients and colleagues as objects instead of humans. If we answer yes to both of those questions, we are highly likely to be burned out. So what might contribute to resilience? Well, in terms of attitudes and perspectives, finding meaning in our work, fostering a sense of personal contribution, coming to terms with our own personal limitations and accepting ourselves, confronting perfectionism, addressing problematic thinking patterns, exercising self-compassion, making peace with the fact that we don't have to figure everything out, practicing mindful awareness. In terms of our balance and priorities, we need to be aware of both personal and professional goals, effectively balancing work with other aspects of our life, 
setting appropriate limits, maintaining professional development, honoring ourselves, taking that time each day to notice that we've done well, exercising, making time for recreation, taking vacation, engaging in community activities, and budgeting our time. It's worth noting that our time is just like other resources. No one puts away a nest egg by saving all the money left at the end of the month. We have to set it aside on purpose. In terms of our practice management, we need to identify areas of work that are most personally meaningful, whether it's patient care or teaching or leadership, and shaping our careers accordingly. We need to stay organized at work, make optimal use of our electronic medical records, and create a safe place for discussing errors with colleagues we should always be able to consult each other when we have personal concerns. And finally, supportive relationships, seeking and offering peer support. Reaching out to others can leave you more comfortable reaching out for yourself. Networking with peers and colleagues, finding a mentor, regularly seeing your own primary care provider to maintain health, considering having your own psychotherapist to address problems, and nurturing healthy relationships with family, friends, and partners. We really must live by what really matters to each of us according to our deepest values and diligently engage in self-care, asking for support when we need it. Self-care can be a key to be an excellent provider of care to others. The resources of Aventus are here to both increase your knowledge and provide support or guidance when you need it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Full Circle. We'll be back next Tuesday at noon with Dr. Monica Luigi, our Director of Pharmacy, as she explores a topic for National Women's Health Week.